Welcome back to Digital Nuggets. Today we're going to be doing a little bit of a deep dive into your website and what you can do behind the scenes to make it a little bit more effective. So where do you want to start, Mo? I think the, the best way for us to start the deep dive of your website is really to start with who is going to be diving into your website, who is actually going to be getting their hands dirty. Let's be honest, we as an individual do not have enough knowledge and experience to be able to get a whole website up and running and doing all the necessary details that it requires just ourselves. We do need some help. We do need some support, even if we're building a website ourselves. So, and it is something that I would recommend for you to consider if you want your website to be successful. I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> I tried doing websites myself for many years and it looked great but it was still missing a piece of the SEO portion of it or analytics or other areas that it was lacking. It wasn't just the knowledge. It's also, even if I know what I want, I still don't have time to really implement it. So I needed a team or I needed somebody to come in certain parts of it and help me with that. Mm -hmm. Just because you can build something doesn't mean it's going to look the way you thought it was originally. We overestimate sometimes our skill set and we think that we can do exactly what we want to do. And it turns out that it is a lot harder than you think it is to build a website most of the time. It is. The reason why it is harder is not just because it's technically a lot of elements that go together for it to come to life and launch and be active constantly. But more importantly, how you tell your story. And as we talked in the previous episode, you have to put all the little elements together for you to be able to get your website the way you want it to be presented to the world and inviting space that allows the users to enjoy their time, get enough knowledge and information and walk out with a purchase in some way. Right. So when you're considering your website and whether you want to do it yourself or hire a professional, the things that you need to take into consideration are what are your actual skills, not what you think you can do, but what you know you can do. And how much time you have to devote to it. Because if you don't understand what you're doing, it's going to be a lot of research. You're going to be looking at a lot of YouTube videos, doing a lot of Googling, maybe utilizing ChatGPT to try and answer some questions. You have to factor all of that time and energy into your analytics of whether or not this is worth doing yourself. Yeah, it really comes down to how much time you have. At what stage of your business are you at? Are you at a space where you just had a seed of an idea and now you're taking it to the next level and you're building it over time. It's not priority. You probably have other work or business that that's really paying the bills, but this is kind of something you're getting started. Absolutely. You have time to explore, experiment, do some research that any business owner will end up doing anyways to better understand. But when you do get rolling, it all depends on where you are. If you're already selling products, if you're already like an going and you just need a website to kind of push you to that next step, then, then you may not have time for all the research, all the things you need to do. And that's when you consider somebody else to come on board and help you with that. The whole thing is how much time do you have to apply? And you want to make sure that the time you're applying to your platform or to this portion of your business counts. Instead of you going in and working on it day in and day out, and at the end coming out with this Frankenstein of a website with random colors, random blocks, and you're not happy with it, you don't want to launch it. You sit there and you're just frustrated that you can't get 
the world to hear about what you are providing for them. So when you were deciding whether to do your website yourself or hire a professional to do it, what did you use as your pros and cons? I mean, I'm a creative person, so I've worked on technology for many years. So I thought, you know, let me dive in. I can do it myself. And I did. I was able to use a platform called Wix and it worked out really well. It was easy to use. No coding. I had to just drag and drop and move things around, which was great. They had a whole bunch of templates to choose from and the price point wasn't that bad. Similar to that, there's Squarespace that, that allows you to do that as well. Other platforms like WordPress, but WordPress was a little more advanced, at least, you know, a few years back in terms of what it needed. So there's some coding involved in it that I didn't want to get into. I wanted to work on the website because I had the time and I was able to kind of take it at whatever speed I wanted without me having to really get somebody else locked down to it or, you know, having to provide that. So I kind of built my content slowly and I researched other platforms and I built it up. But it did take a lot of time out of my week to apply myself to that. And I had to do it in increments, which took a long time for my website to really look the way I wanted to. And at the end, I ended up changing my mind and <laughs> getting somebody else to come on board. So there's pros and cons in both ways. Every situation is different, to be honest with you. In my case, I built my own website on WordPress because I had some experience with WordPress, not necessarily on designing it per se, but on maintaining it for some of my clients. So I figured I can do this too. The reasons I did that are more financial based. I'm not as creative as you. I am a creative person, but more with words than images as a copywriter. But I didn't have the commitment or the funds behind it. So I figured if I'm going to put myself out there, I'll just do it myself. And it took eons to build. And it wasn't even as amazing as I thought it was going to be. But it was, you know, good enough to put out there to start this business and have a, a home base to send everybody to. And then as my business grew, I realized my website was very stagnant and boring. And then I had to do better. I had to do better. But I had learned a lot by then as well. So I think if you're in that place where you're not sure what you're doing and you don't have the money to invest and you are okay with good enough, I think there are options for building your own website for good enough if that's where you are at in your business journey. Absolutely. And usually it's, you know, progress over perfection. Right. Um, and you will get to perfection in time and you'll make your website the way you really want to. Mm -hmm. But at least you get the website out. Yes, you love all these other beautiful, cool effects and transitions in other websites you've seen and you want all those to be on your website and it will be very cool. But it might be too much. These templates were designed of other successful websites that had the flow. So in reality, these platforms or these templates already have a flow of where the information is going and the user interface is clean enough for somebody else to use it. Mm -hmm. I think you and I had similar experience, except you were using, you had great words, but you were lacking on the visuals. Yep. On my end, I had good visuals, but I was lacking on the words. So I were a good team. Yeah, exactly. And I think I realized that when I started to work with a team to build my website and they said, well, we want this, we want that. What is the copy? And instead of me worrying about the design because I let them kind of make that decision, I ended up focusing more of my attention towards the content. And I realized how challenging content is mm -hmm. and how do I want to write this and in what way and what feel do I want to make it fun and casual? Or do I want to sound professional? It all depends on how what kind of customers are going to be coming and what are they reading. And that was very, very challenging. And that 
really took a lot of energy out of me to do, but it also helped me learn about my business, helped me understand. I have a whole process, you know, page, which allows customers to go through the process of how I deal with them. I didn't feel like I needed it in the past, but then I realized I constantly explaining to people these four steps that I'm doing in my process in order for us to successfully create good video content for them. And after doing research, I realized that having this on there is key because a lot of other platforms have this element in order for the audience to know what they're getting into because I'm a service-based. Product may not be the same, but product is usually click here to buy, you do this, and you're out and you're getting the product. So three different steps essentially in the process. So that section alone helped me learn so much about how to share my story. And when I speak to anybody now, I pretty much reference my website in a way different elements and different keys, the services that we provide about us, for example. All those things I'm actually explaining myself on my website to the people. So when they visit my website, it's like, he just said the same exact words. It's almost like scripted, but it's not. You're kind of just going with the flow. Yep. And you are currently on WordPress for your website, correct? I am, yeah. yeah and yeah. I am as well. You said you had Wix before. Do you have some pros and cons for people on, on using Wix? Wix is great. Easy, simple to use, good platforms. I think it's around like fifteen to twenty dollars a month usually for a standard one, and then includes hosting. And you can even connect your email. The cons are you'll you, once you start, you'll kind of dive too deep into it, and some elements are not. The loading time was a bit of a problem. I think mm-hmm. uh, that was one of the major ones that I realized. So when somebody visited my website, it took a while for it to kind of connect and start. It had a lot of built-in features that helped me but the cons were that it was loading a bit slower and i end up you know overdoing it i think in some areas so yeah the other cons to consider for things like wix and the ones where they own your website is that if something happens it's actually owned by wix so if you are selling something or they get complaints or whatever they can shut down your website because they actually own where it's based out of. You own your domain for the most part. I think you can buy it through Wix maybe. I'm not sure, but the actual website is not owned by you. And I think that's a big selling feature for things like WordPress where you own your own website and nobody can just be like, shut it down. The other thing is ones like Wix and even worse is GoDaddy. The SEO portion is so hard to do. There are so many pros to having such an easy setup, but the cons are you're less likely to be able to rank on Google. So if it's a big deal for you to get organic traffic, those platforms are probably not your best bet. Eventually, you want to scale your business and you want to get professionals involved in helping with your SEO or other elements of your website. That's when you're going to have challenges and issues with programs like Wix or Squarespace, whereas WordPress is much more open and you can do a lot more modifications and customize and be able to use by a professional later on as you grow. I use Shopify as well and have quite a few clients on Shopify. And I know that it runs the same issue as Wix in that those types of platforms own the website you're basing your stuff on. But I found Shopify to be really user-friendly. So I think there's a lot of people out there in the e-commerce space that would find Shopify quite useful. And it has quite a lot of apps and add-ons and things that you could pay extra for, or there are free options. But it gives you so much diversification for your website that even though all of these websites are on Shopify, there are opportunities to make it so different based on all of these customizations. 
And on that note, let's take a break here and we will finish the rest of this in part two. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope you found it helpful. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your business friends who might enjoy it too. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to address, please feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or by email. You can find us at Digital Nuggets Podcast on Instagram or email us at digitalnuggetspodcast at gmail.com. And of course, you can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Digital Nuggets is brought to you by Rags to Reach His Digital Marketing, Co. Creative, and sponsored by the Fountainhead Network. Join us each week for a new digital marketing nugget. We can't wait to chat again.